0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Brandon Phoenix aka I also hate pit joined by my brother Jeremy JN Phoenix. We are the Raspy Voice Kids. We do the Raspy Voice Kids podcast. If you love West Virginia University, you will love our podcast. If you don't care about West Virginia University, you will love our pop culture segment. It begins every single episode. You can join in the fun anytime, any place. Get at your boys. Welcome to The 10-12, the podcast that covers all 10 teams in the Big 12 Conference, soon to be 14, definitely going to be 12 again. We know all these things, that's how we lead off our show. I am your host, Philip Slavin, thank you for joining us today. You know, in the long time that I have done this show, I don't think I've ever done a truly solo show. I've solo hosted, but had guests. I've had co-hosts and no guests, but I don't think I've ever done a solo show. Just me, on the mic, no one else. I don't know how it's going to go. That's what we're going to do today. As some of you know, my whole family got COVID, me, my wife, all three kids. Yes, that includes the four-week-old. We're all doing well. Everyone's on the mend. It is this new strain. So high fever, sinus infection, body ache. If you're feeling those things, you will get checked. We're all good. We've all been quarantined. I canceled all the guests. I had to take a break from everything. Um, but I didn't want to not have an episode today. So here we are. Uh, this will be short. This will be sweet. Just me. Like I said, uh, so we're going to give this a go and see see what happens. Obviously, the big news for the Big 12 this week, it is now official. In July of 2023, Cincinnati, Houston, and UCF will join BYU in joining the Big 12 as new members of the conference. It is official. That news came down earlier, well, I guess last week. Each will pay an $18 million buyout over 14 years to the American Athletic Conference as part of their exit. It's roughly 1.28 million a year. It's pretty good. That's that's pretty solid. I mean, UConn paid 17 million to leave early. I believe the actual exit fee was 10, and then to leave early. I know the American at one point had mentioned they wanted to get as much as 30 million dollars per school. They're getting 18, and at 1.28 million a year, that's uh, it's not bad. It's not bad at all. And they're finally coming. It's official. It's done. It's done. They're gonna be here. 2023, we have one more sports season, one more calendar year sports season, 2022-2023, without the four new members, and then they will join. And that leaves one big mystery left for the Big 12, and that is when are Oklahoma and Texas going to leave? Most of us, last summer, when the news came out that they were going to be headed to the SEC, felt there's no way they are here for more than this season. A lot of us thought they'd be gone this year that this coming July they'd be off, but they're not. They're going to be here for the 2022-2023 year. They are contractually obligated to be a part of the Big 12 until the summer of 2025. That would mean if they stayed through that contract, they would actually be in the Big 12 with the four new members. So there would be a 14-team conference for two full seasons, two full academic sports cycles. I think most people still feel like they are going to leave early. Uh, According to Brian Davis of the Austin American Statesman on Friday, that if Oklahoma and Texas are going to get out of the Big 12 early, most likely, the most realistic date is the start of the 2024 football season. That would be the summer of 2024. That would be one year early, just one year early out of the contract, which would guarantee us one 14-team season. One 14-team Big 12 season. Athletic season of football, soccer, men's and women's, basketball, softball, baseball, track and field, cross country, rowing, swimming and diving, all of them with all 14 teams. And the Big 12 wants that. Obviously, the Big 12 wants to keep Oklahoma and Texas around as long as possible. But they definitely want Oklahoma and Texas around for at least one full season to showcase the new schools against Oklahoma and Texas. The Big 12 and its new commissioner have to do everything in their power to get the best deal possible. When they go to the table with ESPN, Fox, potentially NBC, CBS, Amazon, whoever. We don't know who that commissioner is going to be yet. But if 2024 is the year, that does help buy the Big 12 more time. Yes, technically the contract isn't up until 2025. So I don't think anything's coming down before then anyways. And we know, or at least we have been told and informed and it has been reported, that the Big 12 will have a new commissioner announced. Big 12 Media Days, or in time for Big 12 Media Days, so that the new commissioner is there for all media members in uh, in attendance to talk to. We, of course, hope and expect to be there as we have been the last two years that the Big 12 Media Days was held, uh, 10 Podcast was in attendance, and I certainly expect to be there. We will see. Again, I've got a four-week-old. Uh, she won't be that old come the uh, middle of July, essentially a month from now, uh, one month from now. So she'll be two months old. We'll see how things are going if I will be there or if we just send some emissaries from the network uh, to take care of things for us. But I would very much like to to find out who this new commissioner is going to be and how they're going to handle it. I'm sure that's going to be the biggest topic of discussion is uh, they're not going to have any answers to give us. They're going to be brand new on the job. They're going to give us the same platitudes, whatever. Curious who it's going to be. But I mean, the focus of this is four new teams are officially joining. And for at least one season, I wholeheartedly believe we will have a 14-team Big 12 conference. And I'm very excited about it. The Big 12 needs it. The Big 12 needs to see how its 40 members do against the Oklahoma and Texas. And look, I hate admitting it, but it's the reality. You're trying to sell this conference without Oklahoma and Texas. It's still a good conference. It hasn't taken some massive dip. It's still the best conference in men's basketball. It's still top flight in women's basketball. Football? Football? The difference to me between the Big 12 and the ACC is the ACC will have Clemson, who can make the playoff year in and year out, and the new Big 12 won't. The difference is just that team at the top. Because if you take Clemson out from the ACC compared to the Big 12, sorry, Big 12's better. It has been a better conference. The Big 12 with Oklahoma and Texas has been a better conference than the ACC has with Clemson. I don't care how many times Clemson wins a national championship or gets there. Take Oklahoma and Texas out, okay. You add the four teams coming in the same thing. Take Clemson away from the ACC. I will fight tooth and nail the Big 12 is a better conference than the ACC minus Clemson. They may have bigger brands, but I don't care. There's an argument to be made that it is better than the Pac-12. Oregon is solid. They've been good. Utah has been the best team in that conference. USC is on the rise. If Lincoln Riley could quit talking about Oklahoma for five minutes. Every time that story starts to dive, he just... He just, I'm going to do another interview and keep that keep that going. Just keep just keep twisting that knife at Oklahoma anytime, any chance I can. I mean, really, he's really talking about his own failures, but that's beside the point. And look for the Big Twelve. It's been a weird year. Athletic year is not over. Super Regionals going on right now. At the moment, I thought I would have whether or not Texas was advancing to Omaha in the Men's College World Series or not, but a weather delay has prevented that. Game three between East Carolina and Texas from continuing. So by the time this episode comes up, you'll know whether or not Texas is in Omaha or has gone home and East Carolina is participating in the Men's College World Series. But I bring all that up to say it's been a weird year for the Big 12. And I'm not sure the spring has gone as well for the Big 12 as you would like to uh, have seen it go. Because as we hear the Big 12 or the 10-12 podcast, <laughs> sorry, here at the 10-12 podcast tell you, we talk about UCF and Houston and Cincinnati and BYU as, as members of the Big 12 already. When they do things successfully in sports, we're talking about it as though it is something that will represent the Big 12 because they're essentially Big 12 members who just haven't walked down the aisle with us yet. We've gone through everything. We've gone to the courthouse, the paper the, we the the marriage license is done. We just haven't walked down the aisle yet. We got we got to get that get that out of the way. But a similar thing can be said about Oklahoma and Texas as they are they're going to the SEC. They are SEC schools who are still stuck in a marriage that they haven't been able to officially completely and totally annul yet. You're going to hear about the SEC when the men's college world series is talked about because Oklahoma is going to be there along with A&M. Now we know also Arkansas. Uh, Let's see at the time of this recording Ole Miss as well. Auburn could potentially, if they beat Oregon tonight or on Monday, if Oregon wins or Oregon state wins tonight, sorry, Oregon state, Uh, obviously Texas ECU. We'll see. But the spring has not gone well for the big 12 in the way that the fall did. If you're Bob Bowlesby, the big fear after what happened with Oklahoma and Texas bolting to the SEC, announcing they were basically behind his back, Greg Sankey working with him behind his back, hoping Oklahoma and Texas join his conference, was him having to hand the trophy for the Big 12 to Oklahoma or Texas in the football championship game. We didn't. Oklahoma State and Baylor got there. Baylor won. No OU, no Texas to be seen. Men's basketball. Kansas wins the regular season, either OU or Texas wins the tournament. Kansas wins the national championship. Third straight year, a Big 12 team, third straight tournament, a Big 12 team has been in the title game. Second straight year, it has won it. And none of those three were Oklahoma or Texas. Happy days. Women's side, you can talk about Baylor and Iowa State and the success that they had this season and in the postseason. Not Texas, not Oklahoma. It was a good fall. And a good winter for the Big 12. In regards to not having to prop up Oklahoma or Texas. And then the spring happened. It's a whole other thing, folks. You all know what the Director's Cup is. The Director's Cup is awarded to the school whose athletic department succeeds the most. It points based off of how all of your teams finish their year. Texas won it last year. They have already won it this year, even with uh, not all sports wrapped up. It's done. Stanford won it like every year forever. Texas has now won two years in a row. Texas won the Women's Tennis National Championship. They faced OU in the championship game. Texas won the rowing national championship. They won the men's golf national championship over Arizona state on their home course. Uh, in softball, we also had another Oklahoma, Texas national championship series with Oklahoma winning that one. Last two teams standing, last two teams standing in women's tennis. Now, the only two big 12 teams to advance to super regionals at the men's college world series were Oklahoma and Texas. Oklahoma has advanced to Omaha, Texas, uh, at the time of recording this up four zero on East Carolina very early with a rain delay going on, Texas could also be the only other Big 12 team to advance, which is why you're going to hear a lot of SEC talk with Oklahoma and Texas doing so. Like, I- I'm, this isn't some anti-OU or Texas thing. It's not. Props to them. Those two schools have had a phenomenal spring sports season. Absolutely phenomenal. But if you're the Big 12 trying to talk about how great you're going to be after Oklahoma and Texas leave, I know football is what drives the bus and neither of those teams made the Big 12 title game. And we know how important men's basketball is to the Big 12 and that neither of those teams were in the driver's seat for that sport either. Or for women's basketball as well. But the sports calendar doesn't end in March. It's not three sports strong. It's a lot of sports. It's also wrestling. Men's and women's golf. Men's and women's tennis, cross-country, soccer, track and field, volleyball, baseball, softball. We've talked on this show ad nauseum about the Big 12 and softball and what's going to happen to it when Oklahoma and Texas leave and why other schools are going to have to step up if this conference is going to continue to matter and stay relevant outside of just Oklahoma State. Being good in football matters the most. Being good year-round as a conference is important. I believe it is, wholeheartedly. It's absolutely important, more than you realize. Because the SEC is getting talked about. It. it may not be football, but they're getting talked about. The Big 12 is not the SEC. It's not. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like the Big 12 is going to recruit at the level in football or anything else. Big 12 still the best men's basketball program, or best, best men's basketball conference, period. Hands down. Sorry, still is. Even after Oklahoma, Texas leave... And the four schools incoming join. But this is a conference that has got to find a footing in the spring. And to me, the only way to do that is everyone in this conference cannot be, there's not going to be another Texas where you've got so much money, you can be good at everything. You got to pick and choose, find your honey holes. It's a weird year for TCU and Texas Tech baseball. OSU disappointing in postseason. These are teams that typically make some good runs. And as we saw with Oklahoma State and softball, one went away from being the team that faced Oklahoma in the championship series. Oklahoma I mean, going to win that no matter who it was. But for the Big 12 to be strong, the spring sports are going to have to step it up. And maybe it's just weird. Maybe it's just one of those weird years where literally... If the Big 12, who's seeing two teams leave, you couldn't have asked for a worse situation. I don't know. Maybe that's the case. But that's the case. So props to Oklahoma and Texas. Huge props. Um, I mean, I'd rather see one of those teams win the whole thing in, in Omaha than A&M. Although I'll be fine with Arkansas. Again, in my defense. I live in Arkansas. Arkansas family. Yada, yada, yada. There we go. Uh, big news, if you haven't seen it. Big news Saturday, home field apparel. This coming Saturday, the TCU collection is dropping on Saturday at 12 p.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. God's time. And you know the promo code Network 12 I've been telling you about forever. Gets you 15% off your first order. And TCU fans, TCU fans, folks, I have seen the full line. I have some shirts on the way. I am immensely excited about them. They are some of the most interesting, unique, and fantastic vintage designs I have seen Homeville put out. They are straight fire. They are awesome. I cannot wait till you see the lineup for TCU. It is incredible. Look, you've known it was coming since last fall. It has absolutely been worth the wait. It's been more than six months since TCU and Homeville confirmed that this was coming. It's coming now. It is worth the wait. It's so good. Just like so many of the great lines that Homefield has already put out for Big 12 schools like Texas Tech, Oklahoma State, Texas, UCF, Cincinnati, BYU, Houston, Iowa State, Baylor, West Virginia. Just incredible. Promo code Network12 gets you 15% off your first order. Buy it all, buy one, buy a bunch. Check out the more than 100 schools they have available with t shirts, sweaters, and hoodies that are uber, uber comfortable. Use that promo code. Use any promo code in the network. No, we don't have a TCU show anymore. God bless our friends who went off to do other things. Yes, we'll get a TCU show at some point. Honestly, at this point, can I just, just do a little behind the scenes here? I am still working on adding more shows. We will have a show for each school. Um, at this point, it's more likely we will add another show for one of the incoming schools, like uh, Cincinnati or UCF, before I get a Kansas State or a TCU. TCU's a struggle at this point. Um, because we had a great team. And they went off to do some other things, and so they weren't able to continue to do the show. Um, and frankly, the best shows that are out there are unavailable. And so starting one from scratch is very, very difficult. That's why one of the reasons we lost our show is they just they had other stuff come up. Um, the Kansas State show that uh, that we are looking at, we've got a few different ones that we're looking at, and we've just we've kind of got an iron in the fire that we haven't been able to to finish up yet. So I'm working on Kansas State. I'm at a weird spot with TCU where it's kind of on the back burner just because if you know a TCU podcast, it would be absolutely fantastic. And please don't tell me Purple Theory. I'm well aware of Purple Theory. If you can find a TCU podcast, a TCU Sports Podcast that is not connected to another entity already that you think is worth bringing into the network, please, Frog fans, tell me. Let me know. You've got opinions on Kansas State shows? Let me hear them. UCF, Cincinnati, BYU. Bring them my way. I want to know what you guys think. Because if there's a show, everyone's like, you got to get this show. 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 I'll move heaven and earth to try and make it happen if I can. I absolutely will. I love the shows we have. They're all absolutely phenomenal. Every show on this network is fantastic. So make sure you're following every single one of them. Okay. And we'll keep working to add more this summer. We'll try and add a couple more. I know the goal is to get everything in place before this upcoming football season. You can set goals. Sometimes you got to change them. Sometimes they gotta they've gotta be altered because it's just they're not gonna happen. That's okay. I would rather do it right than stick to some arbitrary schedule that doesn't matter. I want to do it right. So if you've got a show in mind, let me know. Love to hear it. If you've got somebody you think would do a great job, because again, we've had original shows start from scratch for this network. Our Baylor show between two bears. Our Oklahoma State show feels like forty-five from scratch shows, and they are killing it. They are awesome. They are doing so well, and that's because they are fantastic shows. Our basketball show, Midwest Madness. Our Iowa State show, the Cyclone Family Podcast. From scratch shows with phenomenal hosts and phenomenal people. So whether it's someone who loves TCU or Kansas State or something else, wants to start something up, and you think they do a good job, just send it my way. We are on Twitter at 1012network, T-E-N, the number 12 of the word network. We are on Instagram at 1012pod, T-E-N, 12 P-O-D, 1012podcast at gmail.com, all the different ways that you can reach out to us, all the different ways. Now, I have a plan for this summer. I have a full schedule plan for the summer, for the show. It's already been thrown out of whack because of sickness, not great. We're going to try and get back on track this week. I've got great guests. We've got our position group rankings that are going to be a little bit different this year than they have been in the past. I think you guys are going to like those and like the people that I have lined up to bring on to break those down. Very, very excited about it. We're sticking with one a week until we get into uh, into August. Speaking of fantastic things, shouts to Iowa2011, who left us our last review on iTunes back in April. A champion of its own pod. Thanks for bringing your Mindful of Sports on all of your shows, for sports fans that appreciate all you do for us. It's at Wilson27 on Twitter. Hey, man, I appreciate you. Everybody do us a favor, leave us a rating and review. Five stars, please. We would appreciate it, especially on iTunes, Spotify, and good Pods. Okay? It really does help. I know it's annoying. I, it's the business of this whole thing. It's what you got to do. Also, if you're a parent listening to this podcast with a child at home, Either middle school or high school, and already thinking about college planning, scholarships, or, or dreaming of them playing sports in college. Well, if you are, let us introduce you to one of our friends of the podcast and a company who is an expert in the world of college recruiting Recruit Route. Led by our friend Brian Bedford, a 25 year veteran of recruiting and former D1 recruiting director, he worked at DCU. Recruit Route offers a full suite of offerings to help student athletes, parents, and high school coaches be better educated and empowered to successfully navigate the college recruiting process. So check out our friends at recruit route.com. That is recruit route.com. Don't forget, run your route in recruiting with Recruit Route. Brian is awesome. We've had him on the show. We will have him back on the show to talk recruiting this summer. Seriously, if you're a player or parent, uh, who's looking into trying to play in college, trying to play sports in college, go give them a call. Just go talk to them. They they can do a lot for you. And I, and I, mean, I mean that wholeheartedly. They really can and they really will. Man, I, I want to talk some recruiting. I really do. Have you seen what TCU's doing? Ranked third in the Big 12 right now? For 2023, phenomenal stuff. I don't know that there's anybody in the Big 12 who's going to just suddenly rise and become a team that recruits top 25 classes on a regular basis. I don't know that that's going to happen. But I believe that the recruiting is only going to get more competitive in the Big 12. Cincinnati's already doing fantastic things. They're preparing to be here, which is why I think they're going to be successful when they show up, because they're already recruiting really well. Yes, Texas Tech still ranked number two. Number two ranked class according to 247. I love seeing it. Every time I see it, I can't. I love seeing it. Cincinnati's number fifth, number five right now. Phenomenal. TCU is 15. Baylor is 13. OSU is 20. West Virginia is 21. Iowa State's 25. Texas is 29th. Ha ha. Look, I I know that's not going to last. There's so much time between now and signing day for the 2023 class, but I love what I'm seeing. It's fantastic. Keep chugging away, folks. Keep working. The Big 12's going to have to recruit better. And I think they all are working their tails off to do so. Hmm. I love this conference. I'm always going to love this conference. All right. I feel like I'm rambling. Uh, I've lost the trail a little bit. So let's wrap here. Uh, Like I said, leave us a rating and review. Give us a follow on Twitter if you've got anything, any thoughts, ideas. Uh, Would love to do a mailbag this summer. Shoot them to us. Okay? On Twitter, on Instagram. 1012 Podcast at gmail.com I will respond to your emails send them all my way we will be back uh, next week back on track with something awesome I promise Podcast Network.